The national media thinks what the Arizona Cardinals are doing is wrong. I don't. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please go like, subscribe, turn notifications on the YouTube channel. Do it. Search Locked on Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel, FanDuel, FanDuel Sportsbook. Official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on today to get started. There are some rumblings. There are some, you know, poorly slanted articles. There are power rankings amid this offseason so far. And the Arizona Cardinals are kind of being the butt of jokes. They're looked at as a lesser than. They're looked at as an organization that doesn't know what they're doing. They're looked at like they are not worthy of having a more in-depth discussion than what the hell are they doing out there in the desert? And while it, on the surface, looks like rational thinking to do so, if one were to dig deeper, it looks to be the opposite, the antithesis, further from the, couldn't be further from the truth. And that's what I'm going to discuss today. DeAndre Hopkins, still in the news. Got to talk about it every day. Not only because I love DeAndre Hopkins, I did since he was drafted out of Clemson going to Houston. When he was traded to the Arizona Cardinals, it was a good day for me as a football fan, let alone someone who covers and does podcasts for the team for a long time. But still on the move, Aaron Wilson tweeted out that Buffalo is still the, or seems to be the favorite to land him, even though there are other teams uh, interested. Got to talk about it. So Sports Illustrated put out the offseason power rankings so far, and the Arizona Cardinals are last. And while, again, it looks like on the surface, it's obvious to say, what are they doing? Monty Fort, Jonathan Gannon, Michael Bidwell, set up for failure. You know, I don't know if Monty Fort was the right hire. I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. What the Arizona Cardinals are doing, and I've been saying this for six weeks or two months, is undoing everything that Steve Kime did. And that's not directly correlative with Byron Murphy and Zach Allen signing elsewhere. I feel like Zach Allen got too much money. The Cardinals were going to spend and Byron Murphy has back concerns. They didn't want to pay him. I don't think that that is direct correlative between Monty Osvort looking at those two guys and saying, those aren't my guys. That's not Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rowless looking and saying, those aren't my guys. I just think that with the ecosystem that, that Steve Kahn built, one that is so fragile, one that with one hair out of place, everything could come crumbling down. 
the best course of action for the Arizona Cardinals after he was removed from his job was to undo everything that he did and start from scratch. I said weeks ago, the Cardinals have hit rock bottom and that's exactly where they're supposed to be. The Cardinals have hit rock bottom and that's the greatest thing that could happen for this organization. And while they've been so quiet, as if they were a hibernating bear, not knowing free agency was happening, I don't think another course of action would be better than what they're doing now. And this isn't me putting lipstick on a pig. This isn't me looking and saying, you know what? I need to fill a podcast. So let me say something I don't believe. Others may say things they don't believe. Everything that comes out of my big mouth, out of my big dumb face, I believe. And I think is right. And while that may spark disagreement, conversation, whatever, that's a byproduct. I am here to inform you with what I think is the best course of action for the Cardinals and why things are happening in the way in which they're currently happening. And while the national media, and I've had a bunch of national media members on this podcast, I ask them, do the Cardinals, are they even a blip on the radar? Do they ever have a segment where you're like, you know what, let's dedicate this to the Cardinals? Most of them say no. And that's not good, bad, or indifferent. What it is, though, is something that needs to be brought up when there are lists that come out and the Cardinals are in dead last. And yes, this offseason, they've ranked last in moves made. But that's not even the, that's not the story. The story is that they're not forcing anything. The story is that if Steve Kime were still here, he probably would have made a couple moves and oversigned a couple, you know, veteran guys to keep them afloat and out of the doldrums of the NFL. And that would have been the wrong way to go about things because the Cardinals are a broken machine. The Cardinals have a fractured infrastructure. The Cardinals have been in a vacuum of cess for the last 10 years. Or 60, however you want to look at it. And that's not a that's not a negative thing to say. That's just the truth. Just look at it. The dictionary definition of the Arizona Cardinals or whatever city the Cardinals have played in, dysfunction, cheap owners, and players not wanting to play here, aside from Larry Fitzgerald, and I'm not going to get into why Larry Fitzgerald played here for so long. So when the national media looks at what the Cardinals have done this offseason, sure, they'll rank them last, but they don't understand why this is happening. And Monty Fort seems to have a very level-headed head on his shoulders. And what he and Michael Bidwell see as the best course of action for the future of the Arizona Cardinals, while it's under the guise of a wait-and-see with Kyler Murray and his health, this is a clear-cut plan to reemerge in 2024. And that thought process is one of, I'll say it again, level-headedness, calmness, not quick to rush and try to put a Band-Aid 
on the San Andreas fault that's in the foundation of the Arizona Cardinals right now? Not to try and use super glue to cover up all of the issues that have gone on with, you know, player movement and player development, et cetera. This is the Arizona Cardinals in potentially the most rational string of moments since the end of the 2022 season to now than we've seen in a very, very long time. And maybe the first time ever since Michael Bidwell took over operations. And that is something that needs to be lauded regardless of outcome. All the Arizona Cardinals have now are possibilities. And that's something that they didn't have before the firing of Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury. And that is what needs to be remembered during this long, drawn-out process in an effort to make the Arizona Cardinals functional. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Uh, please like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave your comments. I thank you for blowing up the comments. Uh, you know, I, I'm here for you, man, and ladies, man, lady, you know, man, man, men and women. Thank you. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, I could talk about DeAndre Hopkins 13 hours a day. I feel like the over-under of 12 and a half, I would smash the over. Because there's so many tributaries that feed into the river that is the DeAndre Hopkins story and how many rippling effects that's like three water examples three water metaphors in 30 seconds I should win the dang Pulitzer DeAndre Hopkins still at the forefront of what are the Cardinals going to do with DeAndre Hopkins so one thing you should do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app right now. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on anything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net during NCAA tournament. Oh my goodness gracious. Last night was insane. Tonight, hopefully, the second round of the Sweet 16 games will be equally as insane. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join the FanDuel Sportsbook today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. So this offseason has been – and, like, if there was ever a time where Charlie Chaplin could come in and define an offseason without saying any words, that was it. Four seconds of dead air is what defines the Arizona Cardinals offseason so far. And even losing Byron Murphy and Zach Allen aren't, like, huge needle movers one way or the other. Yes, both played well. Yes, Zach Allen should have been retained, in my opinion, but not for that sticker, you know, not for that Walton money that he's getting in Denver. 
And who knows? Both are on very short deals. They could end up as Arizona Cardinals later in, in, in their career. Both will be before 30, younger than 30 before uh, both those contracts are up. So I, I, I implore you to see what the national media is saying, but understand that in my opinion, it's a very short-sighted look at what is needed to be an intense and absolute overhaul of the Arizona Cardinals internally, externally, everything, and get the damn bird off the side of the helmet. All it does is signify losing. Get it off. Get it off the side. At least as an alternate, get that bird off the side of the helmet. At least for an alternate. Please. DeAndre Hopkins seems to be on the move. Aaron Wilson uh, tweeted out that the Bills are, you know, one of the front runners, if not the front runner. I went on Buffalo Radio w, uh, WGR 550 in Buffalo over the, you know, a couple days ago. And, like, I was talking to them, and it they didn't understand. And Nate Geary's one of my boys. It, it, was, it was his show. He co-hosted the show that they wouldn't part with a second round pick. It was like, I had to convince to the better minds, especially in Buffalo radio, that DeAndre Hopkins was worth a second round pick. I don't understand why. Sure, missed six games, PEDs. I still defend the fact that, and this wasn't even, this isn't even because he's a Cardinal. This isn't a Homer look at this. He missed the first six game due to PEDs. He comes in, he has 260 yards receiving and I think two touchdowns and 14 or 20, 20 plus receptions in the first two weeks when he comes back. He's DeAndre Hopkins. And whoever gets him is going to underpay even if it's a second round pick. Would you rather have a wide receiver one bona fide Hall of Famer for nine games a year or DJ Chark for 17? take the former, especially, especially if you're a contender. You take him for as many times, as many games a year as you can get him. But it seems like the conventional wisdom would lend me to think that the Cardinals are not going to get a second round pick for him. A couple days ago, and you should check this podcast out too, I think it was on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, I said, if you package DeAndre Hopkins with a third overall pick, the chance of you getting a higher pick for him specifically goes up, I think, pretty significantly. So if you trade the third round pick or you trade the third overall pick to the Raiders or something, I saw this floating out there, to the Raiders with DeAndre Hopkins, you could get you know, the, the pick swap in the first round, obviously, maybe a second this year and a first and second next year. It depends on how many teams want to trade up to three. But with DeAndre Hopkins specifically, I'd rather the Cardinals keep him and extend him than trade him for a third round pick. Because most of the teams that are going to want to trade for him have somewhat content. Like it's not even going to be a high third round pick. And when you're looking at DeAndre Hopkins as an entity and as a human, as a person, like on and off the field, he's everything you want from a wide receiver one. Does he get upset when he doesn't get targeted? Sure. Every wide receiver gets, even the lowest of the wide receiver fives want more targets. But DeAndre Hopkins, 
and I will stand on this, until the Cardinals trade him for like a third and a fifth, he deserves, he garners at least a second round pick. The first round pick days are gone. But if you're the Chiefs and you're looking at the Bills emerging as a as a DeAndre Hopkins suitor and you can get DeAndre Hopkins by giving a first round pick instead of a second, would you do it? I mean, if I'm Brad Veach, I'm looking at it. That just could be wishful thinking on my part. Kyler Murray. Should he rush back? And by rush back, I mean do everything he can to be ready for week one in an effort to make this not a gap year, but a year where the Cardinals can contend at least a little bit more than it looks like they will on paper. It's an interesting thought. Let's hit it on the other side. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, your daily source for Arizona Cardinals content, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We'd love to get to 3,000 subscribers before the start of the 2023 season. Just trying to blow this up as much as possible, baby. Kyler Murray. Rehab's going well. Rehab may be ahead of schedule. That video on Instagram weeks ago. A human being is not supposed to be able to do that after tearing their ACL and just most recently having surgery. And Kyler Murray is a polarizing figure now. Not for me, but just national media fans. I've never seen a fan base more split on on a uh, franchise quarterback. And over the last year, the second half of 2021 through 2022, I've said that That's just confirmation bias. Whatever side you are, whatever side you're on, it just confirmed and strengthened your side. Okay? You don't think Cliff Kingsbury's the guy? Boom. The last 25 games of him coaching here prove that. You're not a a Kyler Murray guy. Can't stay healthy. Tore his ACL. Rams game. Pick six in the end zone where where he flipped an underhand. Confirmation bias. So nothing was really deciphered over the last 25 games aside from the fact that cliff kingsbury never never deserved to be head coach of the arizona cardinals come on like if you disagree with that i apologize this isn't the podcast for you i think rationally i choose to side with players who have won their entire career and still before getting in the into the nfl and i know that high school doesn't count in the nfl thank you very much And I don't back up a coach who's never won anywhere, ever. I'll I'll side with not that. But then now with a brand fresh, whole new world, Aladdin, Kyler Murray coming back to a new regime, Kyler Murray coming back to a brand new, pretty much start to finish, aside from Jeff Rogers and a couple others, coaching staff, with what seems to be a rejuvenated club owner in Michael Bidwell and in Monty Austin for it. This is the beginning of Kyler Murray's career. And it's a little bit more expensive than uh, 
what his rookie contract was. I feel like he's going to make more money per year now than his entire rookie contract combined with, with the, with the guaranteed money. But this is when you really can gauge on if Kyler Murray is the guy for the future. So there's two questions. Does he try and get ready for week one? Yes. Would you rather the Cardinals not have a throwaway year and actually come out and be competitive next year? Yes. If Kyler Murray's healthy for half the season or more than half the season, you try to win this year. Like, this isn't like a, oh, you know what? Just sit him. Just sit him. And then play rope-a-dope for a year and then come back at a high draft pick, probably get another high draft pick or two, depending in the first two rounds with what they do with the trade back and then take the world by storm in 2024. That's fine. And I I've even tweeted out and discussed like they should just sit Kyler Murray the whole year. That was predicated upon him missing half the season. If he's not back in week nine and they're one in seven, Sit him. He's not going to sit. It's Kyler Murray's competitor. Relative if you think he is or not, he wants to win. And now, while the 2023 season is going to be much more about culture shift, culture strengthening, building a foundation that could be a springboard for actual, rational, and functional success, if Kyler Murray's healthy, he's going to play. If Kyler Murray comes back in week three or week four and they're one in three, Kyler Murray's a special athlete. He's a special player. And when you have a new offensive coordinator and a head coach who actually has been around winning in his career, and he has a fresh eyes on the NFL, fresh set of eyes on the NFL, that's when you're really going to be able to determine if Kyler Murray is the guy. How he responds to the most adversity he's ever had and felt in his entire football career and how he reacts to it. We're going to find out. And you know what? If he comes back healthy and the Cardinals win, you know, five games next year and he regresses, we can 100% have the conversation on if Kyler Murray's the guy. But chances are we're going to have that conversation mid-2024 and not 2023 because he's going to be coming back from a major injury and we're going to see the beginning of what the new regime and how the beginning of the new regime and how will impact Kyler Murray and in turn the entire organization. So it is going to be a set, a sit, uh, stick and stay for the most part where it's like TBD. What does this mean? Good or bad TBD probably until the middle of the 2024 season. But if Kyler Murray is healthy in week three or week four and ready to play, giddy up. They, they shouldn't be rope-a-doping just to do it. And that, I'll leave you with a brain twister. Kyler Murray's coming back, and he's on track to play in the first few weeks. Why are you trading DeAndre Hopkins? I'll hit that tomorrow to kick off Locked On Cardinals. I'll talk to you then.